Hey everybody, it's your boy Seth Harwood here today, bringing you an essay that's called From Gumshoes to Gumsoles and Dicks to Kicks. It's my homage to early crime fiction, the detectives that started it all, and rare Michael Jordan sneakers. I hope you'll enjoy it. Please head over to my website, SethHarwood.com, if you're hearing this through FeedBurner or getting it on your phone. I hope you'll join the nation by heading over to SethHarwood.com and getting your name and email address on there so that you can get my regular email updates. Thanks a lot for being here, and enjoy the essay. Start with a question. What does today's sneaker culture have in common with crime fiction? They both have a similar origin in the late 19th century. Back then, the first sneakers were made with gum soles that made for a comfortable, soft step people liked. A secondary feature of these soles was a new level of quiet as the wearer strode or snuck around. It was only a natural turn that some of the first sneaker wearers were early detectives who wanted to keep quiet on the job. In the early 1900s, when the Pinkertons were a big deal, Dashiell Hammett was a wee lad, and Dick meant private eye. Another popular term for detectives was gumshoe. My own interest in sneakers began when Michael Jordan dominated the NBA. Back then, Jordan and Nike invented the modern sneaker game, and I had to be satisfied pining for his signature kicks, watching the local rich kids wear them to school. By college, I made frequent trips to the mall to cruise sneaker stores, Champs, Foot Locker, Foot Action, for their latest wares. I could have blown a bunch of cash on Jordans, but I had accepted my big man low post game and the heavy David Robinson high tops that followed. Though I loved to handle the ball on the wing and shoot from the outside, I knew I was no slasher, leaper, high-flying aerial artist. I was grounded. As a Celtics fan, I later swore by the D. Brown-era Reebok pumps for my feet. But that was then. What surprises me now, as you may already know, is those same Jordan sneakers from the golden years of 1986 to 1996 are now the hottest pairs on the street again, sought out by hip kids and high school fashionistas alike. Those Air Jordans that came out when sneaker culture was first being invented are regularly re-released in retro colorways and new twists. And they outsell the signature shoes of Kobe, LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry combined. And now I can afford them. Sure, I could put $200 into something more useful than an 8th or ninth pair of mint condition top-of-the-line sneakers, especially now that I have a daughter. On the other hand, my budding collection of Jordans, the ones I wanted 20 years ago, makes me happy even inspires me. Take, for example, my new pair of Jordan 5s in signature black with red trim and a silver tongue. When Tinker Hatfield, the man behind many of Jordan brand's iconic designs, went to find inspiration for his fifth iteration of the Jordan shoes, he looked to World War II fighter planes, most notably the P-40 Warhawk and its signature shark teeth on the front. Check out the trim along the sole of these when you have a chance to see what he did. For a few months, I wore these exclusively in my study to write. They gave me a lift I really needed. Ultimately, I started wearing them outside, onto the streets of San Francisco that Sam Spade first strode in 1929 when Hammett published The Maltese Falcon. Later, I wore them around Spencer's Boston, 
the streets he patrolled in pre-air Nike running shoes. Once I'd worn these fives outside, though, their writing spell and use for inside was broken. So a few weeks ago, I purchased a new pair of blue and orange Jordan 4s with white trim and gum soles. Now I slip these shining beauties on each morning when I'm ready to write a new scene. Their soles have been banned by the NBA for what they might do to arena floors. But in my office, the rug doesn't scuff. So I've got my gum soles on now as I write this. Just looking down at them brings me joy. I rock the sneakers for sneaking as I create my own private dicks and dickettes. My newest character is Clara Donner, SFPD Homicide. She chases a serial killer down the same San Francisco streets that Sam Spade trailed Floyd Thursby. In Everyone Pays, she doesn't wear sneakers to the job, but when she haunts a certain Potrero Hill rec court at night, she keeps it true to the game of original sleuthing. She rocks the gumshoe Jordans from my golden days, keeps her steps soft as she drains threes from the perimeter, even beating the men at their own game. Thanks for listening. This is your boy Seth Harwood here saying keep it criminal, stay locked, and don't stop yourself from popping. That essay was called From Gumshoes to Gum Soles and Dicks to Kicks. It appeared on the Crime Spree Magazine website, which you can find at crimespreemag.com, and it will be featured in their next issue, which should come out sometime this summer. Thank you very much for listening. Please head over to my website, sethharwood.com, and join the nation so that you can get my email updates. You can go there by hitting up sethharwood.com join, or just going to the website and looking at the tab in the upper right corner. Thanks a lot. Take care. Keep it locked. Stay criminal.